From the high peaks of the Rocky Mountains, Denver's number one adult entertainment industry podcast. My name is Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. So grab your beer and fold up your dollars. Next on stage one. It's been a while, week. It has been. It's almost 70 degrees out. It's... What the fuck? Loving it. gorgeous. I cannot... I don't get them. What the yeah. shit, man? It was It was a blizzard last week. Oh, man. Now it's nice again. It, so what have you been doing? Uh, let's see. Ab- no, I, I was going to say absolutely nothing, but we got approached by um, Tickle.Life. It's an alternate lifestyle. It's an educational sex ed website. That brings a whole bunch of people who are like us, mm-hmm. where we're not just putting out bad information, where we're trying to educate people on sex. Sex positivity. Yeah, sex positivity, consent, all of that good stuff. Okay. Good female writing, things mm. that things that are... Um, Is it lifetime? Is it ch- no, for it's chicks? Not, it, no, it's not. <laughs> it is not for chicks. <laughs> it, it's... It's fun. It's interesting. These are lovely ladies that I've been doing the sex positivity, the outreach on Twitter, where I've been part of like the little community. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. We'll have to talk it's, about it's, that. She's trying to cute. expand this. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make a. And I'm perfectly fine being right here, but whatever, man. Uh, no, it's cool. It's one of those things that I think uh, we're probably going to jump ship from our hosting service, uh, Podbean. Over to Tickle.Live. That's up to you. Yeah. I think that's... It's going to be awesome. Okay. Yeah. I'll roll with that. I'm... I don't know. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> well, both Pixie and Big D are suffering from a little bit of a cough today. What nope. were you guys doing in the garage? Big D has a cough because he's uh, Rocky Mountain Highing. Oh. It's nothing like mine. Good looking out, Big D. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who do we have with us today? We have my friend Frank. Who happens to be a DJ of the strip club? We got ourselves a DJ. <laughs> yes. So, I was hoping that would happen. Yeah, I know. We we've been hunting a DJ for a while. We kind of been uh, dashed, but Frank said that he would come in, hang out with us, and give us some of his stories. Cool, man. Yeah. All right, so this would be fun. Yeah. What about you, Frank? How's your week? Busy. This yeah. is a. Uh, I'm. Haven't been a DJ for a while. I'm actually working in real estate now, and this is our busy time. So, uh, so I'm glad you can give us a couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah, happy to yeah. do it. This dude's got a radio voice. Yeah, he's got a radio yes. voice. Uh, it is silky smooth. I can hear it. Frank, would you uh, do the honors and announce next on stage? Oh, that'd be great. Our listeners, in your best, na- your best. How do you want me to say it? Yeah. I mean, do just. just well, I usually say that she says that she's Pixie and I'm Mr. J. Yeah. And of course, you can throw in I'm Frank and I welcome to next on stage one. How's yeah. that? Okay. Okay. Welcome right. to stage one with Pixie and Mr. J. Well, no, not quite like that because I want to sing it as we yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, oh. like if you're bringing somebody up on stage and, and next on stage is one is where you're going to find Pixie and J. Okay. No. Oh. All right. So let's, let's start. Who yeah. are you? I'm Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. And next on stage one with Pixie and Mr. J. And our <laughs> guest is Frank. 
the DJ. This is going to be awesome. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> that was about as dorky as like. No, but <laughs> we, we throw you on this spot, though. Right. You know, it's all good. Because you're going, you're going to smoke us at this because you're experienced about being on the mic, you know. Right. It's easy stuff. God, not for me. <laughs> so 30 years as a DJ. 30, uh, that's well, not relative. Not consistently, yeah. But yeah. that there's got to be a lot of stories that we can peel back from you. You know, when you guys asked me, when you were talking about like some past stories and stuff like that, it actually got me thinking about stuff I haven't even thought about in 20 years. Okay. You know, so I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. And then, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You we know? need this. We, <laughs> so, we got to elaborate. Those nightclubs are crazy, yeah. right? Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like some of it's there. Some of it's not there as well as I'm sure it I don't remember it as well as it may have happened, but we'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll I'll sip let, through. We'll I'll let you guys you know, direct. All right. <laughs> so how many clubs have you worked in? Um, honestly, like if you look back to the 90s, early 2000s, at that point, there probably wasn't a club I didn't do at least a small stint in. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So have you been Denver local the majority of your time? Boulder, actually. Yeah, that's kind of where the college now. That's kind of where my the, the majority stop. the bus stop. Ooh, Actually, we can yeah. say that one. Yeah, because bus stop is closed. Yeah. Uh, it is a sad thing. It's now apartments. Uh, it's yeah. apartments. It's now. apartments now. It's, oh, it's so sad. What's so funny is it's still the apartments still say the bus stop apartments B U S T O P. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and not B U S S T O P. I love it. It's spelled the way the club. It's it's hilarious. That's, that's awesome. Funny. So yeah, it's all love that club. Uh, you know, I never went. I used to go frequently. I, I, of all of the the years that I worked at the club, I never went to the bus stop. Hopefully, when we come back to this at the end of the season, I'll tell you a story about the bus Ooh. stop that's fucked up. <laughs> Cops and guns and the night of shit. Perfect. Yeah, we'll, we'll, talk, so, we'll come back to that. So tell us more about... Um, it, it, it was your favorite strip club, right? Mm. <laughs> It was the most I had, like, family. Okay. That club, when I worked there, that was more my closest knit set of employees and girls and everything like that. Prior to that, I started my whole journey at, a, well, I think we can say the name of that one, too, because it's defunct. Saturdays. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Colfax. yeah, we took pictures of it. And that place is totally fucked now. Yeah, it it's, didn't used to, it, it, it did it's not, not used to be now. Yeah, it's oh, gone. They, yeah, totally they, totally, now. they totally tore it down. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But I guess I mean, is gone. This is '93 when I worked there. Ooh. Yeah. So, and it was a totally different club. I mean, it was probably one of the most hopping clubs in Denver. I mean, yeah. even for being a pop shop, you know, and all right. day. So, yeah, but it was out that street. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was a fun. Club. Okay. What did the girls look like back in uh, 1993? I say in 1998 um, when I started. Everybody was tall, blonde hair, uh, fake boobs, no ass. Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. You know. So, so when when you were in the club, what did the general look of the girls? Oh, geez. not the fake boobs were not a thing back then because I mean at that point I think you know eighty five eighty six is when that whole thing kind of started, and so yeah. they hadn't been you know perfected. It wasn't mainstream yet. No, it was not. Yeah. So there's maybe three or four girls at that club that actually had those. Um, for the most part, it was all natural. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah. 
I mean, it was it was a good mix of girls, you know. So blondes, brunettes, uh, black girls, white girls, Asian really? girls, Hispanic girls, all you know the whole the whole mix. So. And, and we're talking about what what time frame we're talking about? Late eighties, early nineties, early nineties. Okay. Yeah. What was the the age demographic? Was there was it over overloaded with younger girls? Say eighteen, say twenty six, and you've only got a couple of strag- stragglers that are say forty five. You know what that, was it like at that club? It was mostly young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were eight. I mean, you only had to be eighteen, of course. Mm-hmm. Same. Yep. But um, I would say eighteen to maybe thirty. I think I can think of a couple girls were maybe pushing thirty, but for the most part, it was much much younger at that club specifically. Anyway, did that change over the eras? Oh, very much so. Yeah. I mean, you know, back back in, in the nineties, there was a big stigma about strip clubs and strippers mm-hmm. and working mm-hmm. in the industry and that kind of stuff. And as that stigma kind of started to wane, and society kind of started to go, yeah, whatever, it's not as big a deal as we thought it was. Right. More older ladies started getting into mm. into the club scene. So, so what made you decide to be a strip club DJ? Did you go into radio? Do you have a background? Do you have a history? Okay, so do you want the truth or do you want the story I tell myself? We've got a meme that says that about strippers. What my dad thinks, what I really do. Yeah, exactly. We want both. No. Um, truth is, uh, me and a buddy of mine Went to Saturdays a couple times when we were 18, you know, kind of fell into it a little bit. You're 18, you 18. Had to, you yeah. had to go look, you know, yeah. and we ended up buddying up with one of the bartenders there. This this guy, we'll call him Jay. Why not? <laughs> There's but, a lot of Jays out there. <laughs> only and, one Mr. Jay. That's yes, right. only one Mr. Jay. But we ended up buddying up with the bartender and him and his brother basically ran Saturdays at the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we kind of. Became regulars there. Okay. Not we, for the girls, though. As we'd go in and see him. You know, we'd go in and hang out with him and talk music. And you were actually, one of the homies. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, we actually, you know, sometimes I'd wait for him. We'd wait for him to get off work, and he lived right across the street. Go and jam <laughs> for you know till five o'clock in the morning. That sounds right. He was a guitar player. I was a bass player. My buddy was a drummer. So we just go, you know, jam out. Yeah. And um, and through that, uh. DJ position kind of opened up, and I said, sure, I'll give it a shot, and I sucked. I was horrible, <laughs> man. I was like the worst new DJ ever. Were you, were you trying to mimic anybody <laughs> in, no, in radio? Were no, you? nothing like that. I just, I was like, you know, I mean, at 18 years old, I had no taste for any other music other than the music I listened to. Right. right. That right. was the music, right. you know, you so... Know when I started, I didn't know what, you know, R&B was. I didn't know what, you know, all, all these, you know, the, I think that was like when techno started really coming up and whatnot. I didn't know yet. I didn't know. So, so, so I'm, I'm assuming it was the same stuff over and over again. Did the girls present what they wanted to hear? And Yeah, that club was actually, they. I mean, the girls would bring in these stacks of CDs. CDs, yeah. And that yeah. club, it was, we had two CD players and two record players. And we kind of, Records. Used all, we used all four of them. I mean, you know, we had a ton of vinyl. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't, you know, look a wick of spin or nothing like that, but it was, we had a ton of vinyl that we used to play. So, right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, I can remember. I remember that though. I can girls... remember bringing my own CDs into yeah. into my first strip club. Those big ass folders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then. Horrible. 
And if you bought a new um, album that nobody heard of, the DJ had to listen to it to make sure it was appropriate, to make sure that, like, it wasn't one of the weird cuts. Because, mm-hmm. like, uh, even the Spider-Man tra- soundtrack, when that came out, had two of the same songs. And I was like, I need you to play this song for me because I really like it. And they're like, so like, all right, I can play it all the way up until the minute... Two two minutes and forty three seconds of the song, and then that's it. That's all you get. And you're like, but I like the whole, the whole song. <laughs> yeah. And then when you're up on stage, you're like, oh, this is this is a terrible song to dance to, <laughs> but you don't realize it because you just you just heard it in the movie theater, and then you're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm gonna dance to that. Right. See, and that's the other side of the equation. You know, the the DJ is the one that sets the mood for the entire right. evening. You know, um, those are, those guys are. The MC, the the MC of the circus. You know, he's he's the ringmaster. Yeah, you know, he leads <laughs> yeah, all those crazy cats around. It's like herding cats. Yeah, like Steve said. Yep, uh, yeah, herding cats on LSD, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah, yep. allegedly. <laughs> how, how do the girls treat you? Uh back then, mm-hmm. uh, it was a horrible tip out situation at that club. <laughs> quite honestly, um, like that club, all the girls piled into a kitty kind of. You know, they all. Said, okay, we're going to tip out the entire male staff in one bucket. No. And then uh, the male staff split it, and right. it was horrible. I mean, other than the experience of that club, that was not a club to work at. We were going to go make a ton of money. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, that it was... sounds like the kind of club that you get your feet wet. Oh, yeah. You know? Don't get me wrong. We had a great time at <laughs> that club, you know. Can we, do we have any naughty? Should we talk any? Saturdays is gone now. It's can gone. You, a couple of things you, can, you can tell us, you can tell any kind of story. Um, can... Because I know for a while there, they started putting up signs talking about soliciting in their club. They, I think they also got um, busted for stings a couple yeah. of times. Do you have any mm. terrible stories? See, I was only there for a year. <laughs> At that specific club, mm. and at that time, it was run kind of with an iron fist. Okay. So I mean, the the management, not necessarily an iron fist, but they were on top of it. Right. They didn't, you know, they kept an eye on the girls. If they were doing extracurricular activities outside of the club, and mm. eh, whatever, you know, we didn't say anything. But as far as, and you also have to remember, this is the area of table dances. Yeah. There is no lap dances yeah. back then, so oh, there was no right. contact with right. the girls. Yeah, there was. There hadn't None really been lap dances, even in like uh, shotgun willies and stuff. No, nothing. You, you none of that. Back yeah, then, yeah. no. You, yeah, okay. So keep in mind, that's where we are: late eighties, early nineties. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, and that was the truth until I left the bus stop in two thousand three. I think was my final stint mm-hmm. there, and that was the truth. I mean, it was table dances all the way up through yep. there. Yeah. So, you know, I mean. The whole lap dance prostitution thing never really touched either of those clubs. Okay. So. Okay. No, I'm not, I know the bus stop never had too many problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were real tight, yeah. especially seeing they were on college, college town. Mm-hmm. They really could be yeah, they were around out there. But most, yeah, nice club. Most of the time, a dancer didn't want to uh, basically uh, mess up where she where she's making her bread and butter. Yeah. You didn't want to invite that into the club because if... Everybody knows that you're going to go sleep with anybody, you know, yeah. it it kind of messes your stage money up and it makes for a real awkward situation. Okay. And back then the girls, I mean, if that was they happening, they yeah. ran them out. Right, right. right. Back then, you know, yeah. it was just, yeah. it was not tolerated. tolerated at all. I mean, that girl would be, 
she'd make it a night. So tell us about um, picking music for, let's say, a baby dancer. Have you? How do you? Oh. How do you get? How you gauge? How a new dancer is going to react to the music well, that you've picked. Well, how long have you been doing this where you would give a shit whether or not you want to groom that baby dancer? Because keep in mind that you're seeing a turnaround on these girls all the time. Some of them come in and you want to say, you're Angel. You have to be. And I've got the song for you. Right. You know, I want to, I want to, you know, when I first started doing this, yes, that was important. Okay. Mm, you know, that really was. It's like, no, here's, here's what I'm going to pick for you. I'd say, what style of music do you prefer? Right. And you know, they, they'd be rock, R&B, hip-hop, whatever. And I'd be like, all right, I've never done this before. Here's the song I'm going to play for you because they're right. easy. Nice, simple, medium beats to a slow beat. Easy for them to move to because, honestly, these girls, oh, my God. If you put <laughs> any of them on stage with anything at 120 beats a minute or faster... It was a shit show. I mean, I just I don't understand some of the crap these girls did on stage their first audition. They looked horrible. I mean, it was like just a like deer in a headlight. It's like, honey, if you didn't have those amazing tits, yeah, you right. <laughs> so, do, so do you think it's up to you to um, kind of navigate that for them, or at you, first, at first, but then, like, let's say you were working today at the strip club. Would you even care? Or no. are you just playing what um, the crowd wants to hear? Um, actually, I was always really, really good at finding that fine line between crowd, club, and girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, kind of make everybody happy. Yeah. Because there is, I mean, it's kind of like you have to play what the crowd wants to hear. You can't, you know, have you know, songs all night long that just don't drop N-bombs and whatnot all right. through the yeah. night. It's just, it's unappealing. And then you got to keep the club happy because, uh, right. well, they would a certain specific genre or feeling right. to the club. And then you got to read the crowd. And you, you know, I mean, Is the got... crowd tipping? <coughs> are people happy? Are they are they buying drinks? Ah, There's right. so much to music and what you do yep. in the club. And, like, the club, you know, the one you guys yep, like yep, to my to. club. <laughs> Her club. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody cares. Well, you can do basically anything you, you want. You can do a lot of different songs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, only a couple of us really cared when it came to our music. Well, actually, the majority <laughs> of you cared. Yeah. But, you know, as far as management or the crowd was right. concerned, nobody cared. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. they're like... Mm-hmm, On whatever, a Friday you night, know. you're probably going to listen to newer, upbeat, hip stuff. Mm-hmm. And then during the day, it's going to be a slower, relaxed kind More of mellow. atmosphere. Yeah. And honestly, that even depended on the girls I had working because yeah. during the day, it's a much slower shift. They're bored. They want to hear their music. So, all right, you want to hear some Pantera? Here you go. Yeah. You know, or, you know, you want to hear some old Jay-Z? No problem. Okay. You know, well, let me, let me ask you about that. And that's it because that's interesting to me uh, when it comes to club music, because now I guess I'm I'm old. You know? <laughs> um, and most of the new stuff that comes out, I'm, I'm sorry, most of it is most of it's garbage. Yeah, I right totally now. agree. Kind of sucks. Yeah, it's um, trending. It's it, the music that's out now is like it's it'll trend and that's it. Yeah, it has no lifespan. It, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I've always seen that as uh, the staple of what good music is. It's something that has longevity that's been around. You know the tune. You hear you hear the first couple bars and go, yeah. That's stuck to feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so have certain songs like uh, She's My Cherry Pie, um, have those disappeared because they're so old? Not and at so all. Not even a little bit. Nope. No? No. 
you you're still gonna hear those classic okay. songs in in the strip club even at night like you get a a popular like a ten mm-hmm. that's in the club and she makes a lot of money and she says she wants to hear something fun and exciting and you put that on you see her light up and she's just gonna okay. rock that stage yep. yeah. So what genre would you say is the most popular when it comes to striptease? Do you say that? Oh, 90s? Like 90s R&B. Okay. I, I, that has never gone away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it actually kind of surprised me because as recently as three years ago, I'm having girls, you know, request in Vogue and TLC and all, you know, some in prints and, and whatnot. And I'm just like, really? Mm-hmm. All right, you got it. They you are. Know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's, it's, that's, that R&B genre is, you know, where that whole, 90s, it's kind of, it wasn't born, but it was kind of, had its own life back in the 90s. Right. It, that's still very much requested today. What's the most fucked up song you've ever played for a dancer? The most fucked up song I've ever played? Yeah, 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 because I've danced to some fucked up songs. Probably at a medium pace. Adam Sandler. Oh my God. I don't know that one, but I'll look it up. Look it up. If all you listeners out there, look up Adam Sandler at a medium pace. At a medium pace. Okay. <laughs> I've danced to um, lap dance is always better when the strippers Drippers crying. crying, Bloodhound Gang, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I've, I've danced to the Mighty Mouse theme song. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Now, right. not, not because no, of Frank. That, no, that's a, a lot of DJs like doing that. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, what's that other revenge song that's like five minutes fucking long? Have you pissed off? Freebird? Um, I can't remember what it was. Anyway, um, but DJ used to say that when you really want to piss a dancer off, you put her on five minutes set. What would cause you to play a terrible song for a dancer? Okay. Before I, before I answer that question, I have to, I have to kind of explain a dynamic. Okay. Um, there, there is a hierarchy when it comes to girls and DJs in the strip club. The ones that tip out best are always going to get whatever they want. The ones that flake out on you are always the ones that you're going to kind of use for that those situations. And you need of those course. girls. Of course. You yeah. need that girl you can't stand. You need to have her working on your right. shift, even if you right. can't stand her. Right. Because she's the girl that you know you're not going to make any money off of, no matter how much she makes. And so you can kind of... You know, have your own liberties with her. Okay. Yeah, you can play that crappy song that the you're, customer You're going to keep her up on stage just a little her, longer. Or, you know what? I got to go take a dump. Here's a 12-minute set. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, you know. That's, that's yeah. yeah so that, of course. I mean, there's always that situation. Right. And then there's, you know, of course, the girls that tip out, you know, 50 bucks a shift. that you're like, whatever you want. <laughs> so, but I mean, you got to have, great, man. you have to have those girls to, you know, Mm, yeah. What do we call up? those girls? Uh, twos. I mean, <laughs> no, I did. You know the bitch that the cannon fodder girls, right? You know, yeah. exactly like you said. Let me go take a dump. Let me put her on the uh, the five minute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll be back. Those are gr- those are girls that don't care about the the climate. Oh the yeah, job. we we've had them. Those are the girls that they're only there to make themselves money, and they don't care about the bartender, even though. They probably walked up to the bartender and asked for 10 different waters. Mm-hmm. They're probably the one that's skipping out before tip out comes in. They're, I know who these people they're, are. They're out there smoking a cigarette yeah. and they know that they're supposed to be up on stage and they just, just don't, they just don't care. They just yeah. don't care. Yeah. So, so. The, they get a little bit of abuse. <laughs> 
Not, you know, I'm not going to run them mm-hmm. off, but I ain't going to do it. You know, if they go up and ask for me for a song, my request is I'll see what I can do. Yeah. You know, I never say no. I say I'll see what I can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. The DJ used to be kind of the, um, let's just say the captain of the football team. That if you're hanging around with him, he's usually hanging out with the coolest girls. And more than likely, more than likely if you're hanging out in that club with him, you're going to meet the coolest girls. What so, clubs you working at? I've been to a number of clubs back in the heyday when I was younger, before I even got into the industry, where if you hung out in the DJ's booth with the DJ, you know, um, you'd just hang out, meet the girls who come in there and hang out with them, you know. Also, some really good uh, customers. Yeah, well, yeah. Out with the DJ. Yeah. You know, and uh, we used to throw in a little bit extra money for, you know, the songs that we wanted to hear during the night, that sure. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, has, has that kind of changed? You know, have they taken you away from the crowd? You know, it used to be back in the day that you guys used to be able to interact with us as you were working. No, that's still very much. I mean, we, we can interact with the crowd as much as we want to interact with the crowd. But, I mean, when it comes right down to it, I mean, we don't. You know, I mean, honestly, we're there to, you know, kind of, I mean, especially, you know, if you got 40 girls on the list, 40 or more girls on the list, and you got, you know, five, six stages running, and you have to, you know, pick out the next seven hours of music, and you have your, you know, everything else that's going on around you, you don't really have time to mm-hmm. concentrate on on who's in the crowd. But, I mean, it's not saying we're not going to be friendly, we're not going to, you know, walk up and say, hey, Frank, what's going on? Be like, hey, man, what's up, you know? But yeah, I, right. I don't have time to just... Sit there and bullshit. That's a lot yeah, of dancers so. to have to yeah. manage. Yeah. So, <laughs> corral. I mean, you know, day shift, you got 10. Ah, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Sit, have, grab a seat, let's do some <laughs> shots and have some fun. But, you know, a busy Friday night, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, give us some dirt. Give us a, a good, juicy, terrible stripper story you got. Oh, I know my you God. have a, 30, 30 some odd years. You gotta have at least, at least a couple. All right, I got, a, I got, I got one that's about a, definitely a nightmare chick. No, <laughs> <Love she>. it. <laughs> um, Allegedly, no, no, this is from the defunct club. So this is from back in my bus stop days. Uh, um, bitch story. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, we're, we'll just call. I don't even want to say. Even think about this girl. She pops up every time I like. She'll pop up in my life every time I'm like, "Oh yeah, tell a story about oh, her." God, there she is. Those. You just don't say her name. All right, as long as you don't say her name, oh, you, you can you say her stripper name. So there's plenty you, of diamonds out there. No, that's the name exactly. that always seems yeah. to bring. No, trust me, this was a very unique stripper name. So, oh, okay, you know. okay. But anyway, all right. So when she started there, normalest girl you'd ever want to meet. I mean, just normal. Seemed like you know, right off the street. Hey, I'm giving this a try. See oh, what happens, like, the, like the innocent, you know. right? You know, yeah, she's so innocent. And she was, she was a pretty redheaded girl, you know, very nice, very the whole thing. And you know, I, I'm like just zeroed in on her, you know, and she zeroed in on me, and so we, you know, hooked up. Of course, you know, I mean, as, as <laughs> well, you, you will. were young. I was young, and, was and the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> so we spent one night together, one, and. In the time from getting to her place, doing the deed, and the time I left, she told me stories about like how she's on lithium, how she has two Rick restraining, Ryan. yeah, two restraining orders no, on her Ryan. in California. Mm-hmm. That's why she moved to Colorado. I'm just like, yeah, I need to get the 
fuck out of here. You still hit it, didn't you? No, this is after I hit it. Oh, okay. So she she got she got the dick first, all right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> you could so have bounced was, it any time, but good lord. So so you know, I leave her house, I'm like, well, that was an adventure. I was twenty four or something like oh, that, yeah. but still knew better. Yeah. I still I'm like, that's no, I'm not touching that. Anyway, done, fine, whatever. So, you know, a couple of days go by. We work with each other again. She's like, hey, do you want to get together? I'm like, nah, I, I think we're okay. You know, I appreciate it. You know, I was trying to be as cool as I could about it. Yeah. Not to be a, not not to be like, no, you psycho hose beast. I'm not going <laughs> to fucking see you again, you know. So everything kind of cools down. I'm, I'm like, all right, maybe she's got the hint and I've moved on with my life. And I'm at home one day and the phone rings and it's one of our other DJs. And he goes, dude, you are in a lot of trouble. And first thing that went off in my head is like, did I leave everything on last night? <laughs> did I break something at the club? You know, just kind of that thing. And I'm like, what the, what, what yeah, did I do? What you did know? I do? And so yeah. he's like, so I was with her last night. And I, my first reaction, that was like, God, yes. You know, yes, yeah, she's out of my, she's out of my circle. Yeah. Somebody else nailed her. Yay! You know, yeah, yeah, just pass the torch. <laughs> pass the torch. <laughs> and, and I'm like, okay, so what? He goes, well, she was going down on me and she stopped in the middle, looked me dead in the eye and said, Hey, do you think Frank would like me more if I cut my hair? Oh, I'm like, no. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I'm like, that's a great fucking story. I, I'm just I'm I'm like, the, for I'm real? Phone, I'm like, so. Oh, I'm man. Like, so I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, no, this really happened. <laughs> My curiosity got the best of me. I'm like, what'd you do? He goes, well, I let her finish. What the <laughs> I'm like, that's Oh, obvious. my God. So he goes, just so you know, that's where you stand with that one. I'm just like, oh. Great, you know this chick is crazy, right? So, yeah. Collectively, this is like the one girl I have ever worked with in my entire life that collectively the club wanted to get fired uh, because she was okay. that bad. I mean, she just turned into this total nightmare. And finally, we we got all together and went to the owner and went, "You've got to get rid of this girl." End of story. And he finally fired her, and she disappeared. But you know, like a couple years—I don't know, maybe ten years later. I happened to mention her in passing, just talking about her. And two weeks later, she just pops yeah. up like pops up. So that's that why shit I'm like, happens, dude. I'm just like, oh my god! And now that I've said, told that story, where am I going to see her? <laughs> You'll be okay. You'll be okay. Yeah, you didn't say her name. <laughs> yes, you didn't say her name. You didn't even say her stripper name. So I mean, that was like one of my personal stories. I mean, there's that's more of the nightmare on that I saw. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, there, every club has. Issues and troubles and blah, blah, blah. And you argue and you fight your family, you get over it, moving on, you know. But that was, that was always kind of the darker side to me. Uh, mm-hmm. When I, when like it just stacked up, you know, it's like, oh my God, every year almost somebody I knew drank themselves to death, yeah. overdosed, you know, ended up, you know, in the hospital or right. in an accident because of, of the lifestyle. Right. And that, unfortunately, doesn't go away. I mean, it's still present. You know what this all industry has have of drawing people. We're all kind of <laughs> in that yeah. respect. Yeah, we're all, um, it takes a different kind of personality to we're be able to yeah. hang out at <laughs> yeah. nightlife and, yep. and 
do the things that we do. Yeah. And we've talked about positive stuff over the oh, last yeah. couple of seasons. We've had a couple of people in here that have shown the other side. Because, but at the same time, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah. You know? Because it is seedy. It is yeah. a, a, an underbelly. It is. It is. It's a. It's becoming more mainstream though, which is just which I really don't like. Yeah, I know. It's like doesn't takes kind of the fun out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. If everybody's doing it, why would I even want to? Mm. So I, uh, I have to know what's one of those songs that you see yourself playing every single time you go into the strip club. Every time. Uh, yeah. You know. You know, like a, like a. A club regular song that you're always gonna right. know. Um, I, I can tell you. You asked me to like give you a top like a 10. top te- a top ten, which quite honestly was hard. Was it? You know, <laughs> to come up with like a top ten list of stripper music. Stripper music. So actually, I did compile a short list he's got, of that. He's got nice. A, he's got a list list. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, <laughs> and and if you have any sh- songs in there that give you nightmares to this day, oh yeah. Um, so, <laughs> oh god um, you know that's funny because I never really like I if I hear a song I can think oh yeah so and so used to dance to that but I never really associated it to the person just to the stripper does that make sense mm-hmm. yes. yeah alright so I couldn't come up with 10 I mean it was so hard but what I kind of came up with is part ones you're going to hear no matter what you do, mm-hmm. and ones that have kind of stood the test of time. Okay. And my number one will never, ever go away until the end of time, this song, I thought it would go away because I took a 15-year hiatus mm-hmm. in between, back and, it's still and it's still there. And okay. I'm like, oh, my God, I thought I'd never Sharp hear that song. Man. No. 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 What, what's your guess? Uh, well, the full mind didn't leave me head on. That's a good one. That one will always be played as well, but yeah. that's not my number one. Okay. okay. Alright, so I what I come up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven good. of them. That's good. So, that's good. All right. So number seven. Any song that says the word stripper. Okay. Will be a favorite. I don't care, you know. It doesn't I'm matter. I'm in love with the stripper. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that She's one, acting yeah. like a stripper, you know. Yeah. You know, um, Anything of any song about a stripper or that says stripper, like Tiny Dancer, is awesome. That's another one. That's yeah. A, yeah, yeah. So because the minute I'll it comes out, that. okay, yeah. that's interesting. The minute it comes out, every girl wants to dance to it because oh my god, the song's about me. No, it's not. No, and it's really not talking to you about you in a good way either. So <laughs> you know, all right. Number seven, any song that degrades women. Hmm. There's a lot. There, of, there's a lot. Oh my god! It's like, why do you want to dance to that song? There's it's about that, that, this guy choking you to death, or it's about yeah. you know, I shot I this bitch down and like stuff that, like that. No, it, you don't. But I mean, that's re- what the the female dancers are dancing. Is that, that dance what to they that? want, or is that what the crowd wants? No, it's what they want. They want. And they the are requesting want this. this yes. Yep. yes. Yes. Really? Stage one at my at my club. She picks the music. Yeah. yeah. She sets the tone. Right, for but her. there's still guidelines on that yeah. shit. Most of the time it's um, hey, I heard this song, I really enjoy it. Will you play it for me? Right. And if and if it's and the crowd's not too popular. There's it's fun funny thing is that they'll they'll want to dance to it because of the beat to the, right. of the song, but then I listen to it, I'm like, 
have you listened to the <laughs> lyrics of this song? Sometimes you, I find the only reason they won is because it's number one at the time. And that, and again, it's trending. Whatever song is trending. And those two categories will forever be there. Okay. Right. And they will forever be trending. So strippers yeah. like songs that degrade women. Okay, go on. They like songs about strippers. They like songs that degrade women. Okay. For whatever reason. <laughs> I don't understand that, but whatever. All right, number five. Uh, is has been played by me every club I've worked in since its inception. <laughs> uh, red Light Special TLC. Yeah, I love TLC. Yeah, that has been. What song is that one though? The um, Red, light, red special. light Special. Yeah, I listen to Creep. That's one that Creep's a great one too. But uh, Red Light Special is kind of I'll give you the red light. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that one. All right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That one has. Stood the test of time. Okay. Um, really? Wow, that's awesome. That's a classic now. I can't remember who all the artists are in this song, but P.I.M.P. Snoop Dogg's in it. Dr. Dre's in it. Um, God, uh, there's a bunch of, of artists that do it. Okay. I can't remember everybody's name. But um, that that's another one that since its inception, I have played it. Mm. Like okay. 95, yeah, 95 or something like that. It's always been played in every club I've ever gone to. Okay, so I'll it, and it it's been requested. These are ones not that I not I didn't decide to play <laughs> that have been requested. Okay, by okay. by the crowd. All right, <laughs> this one's one of my favorite. The next one is "Bad Touch" by the Bloodhound Gang. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay. uh, you and me, baby. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We hear that a lot. <laughs> yep. And then, and it's funny. It's, it's a great tune. It's got song. a good beat. Funny. You know, people... People start dancing yeah. to it and be like, ah, remember that song? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a, the, the generation that you're probably going to find in the strip club, too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and it's been remade a hundred different ways. It's, I mean, there's a dubstep version, there's yeah. a techno version, there's, um, a, you know... Which one are you a fan of? The classic? Oh, the original. The original. Yeah, the original, for sure. I played that in cover bands, even. <laughs> <laughs> um... Then another one that since its inception has been requested is Pussy Control yes. by Prince. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's, and that one I get because it's inspiring. You know, it's about this yeah. girl that was picked on when she was a kid, mm. but through that grew up and built this empire of beat by being a stripper. Yeah. And she's now this, you know, she drives Bugattis and she lives in a mansion and she's all on her own and she did it all. Because of her pussy. Oh, that, that's a great explanation yeah. for it. Yeah. 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 So no, that one. All right. And, and it's Prince. And it's Prince. Yeah. Or the artist formerly known as, I guess, at that point. No, I still oh. miss him. And then, number one song that'll be played in strip clubs until the end of time. And it's been requested. I thought this song died. I honestly did. Okay. And I, like I said, I was gone for 15 years. I never thought I'd hear this song again. <laughs> And then How many not, times had you heard that song before that? Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, I right. mean, you know, played it to death. Right. And closer, Nine Inch Nails. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that will be wow. And I, I, I that mean, disappeared. No, 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 no. People still play it. My, like when I started working at S or the club. Yeah, the club. sorry, your club. Yeah, yeah. Um, third day, somebody requested that. Okay. My third shift, they're like, "Oh, play closer." I'm like. 
Is the demographic the same? Is it the older guys still going, or is it a bunch of new kids in there now? It depends on the time of day and day of the week. And all what are the new stuff. kids like? Like I said, it's been about three years now, but I mean, God, kids are kids. You know, yeah. They're the same. And, you know, it's like I even I remember I asked my mom, I'm like, did you think we were morons when when you <laughs> yes. were in your 40s? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, you're just stupid kids. <laughs> you know, that's just the way. That's going to not go away ever. forever and ever. Yeah. And, you know, back when I was 25, I might have looked at them as, what, you know, what's what's the big deal? They're acting like, oh, yeah. yeah. But when, once you hit that 40, they're just stupid kids, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But day shift is still sense. very much, you know, the older guys. Yeah. Yeah, they want to go in there, have beer, and spend some time with the day shift girl that's willing to sit down and talk to them. You yeah. Know? yeah. Not, not just get, you know, well, hustled back. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, about um, the same. No, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, let me see. Um, so we've talked about your your top seven lists. We've talked about <coughs> yeah your terrible uh, stripper. Um, what about a good story? Like good story. A, like money making, just mm. amazing oh. in the strip club. Like tell us one of those kind of stories. I got a couple of them actually that that are pretty good. One of them is probably the funniest thing that's ever happened to me, ever. I mean, it's just, I probably won't, I was trying to think of the story yesterday, and I could not get through even thinking about it without cracking up. So, it was just hilarious, and the timing was just perfect. And this is when I was working at the bus stop. Um, we did, uh, like, a pre-call type of thing. Like, you know, about, about middle of the third song, we'd be like, and so, you know, hey, stick around, guys. We got so-and-so, 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 and so-and-so coming up next. You know? And um, so I do the pre-call, and this this girl's name, I called her. And to this day, she is still one of my favorite people in the world. I still talk to her. She's she's amazing. She's just, she's just a good person, mm-hmm. you know. Always, always was just a good person. She comes running up to the booth in eight-inch heels, which always impressed me. Honestly, to watch a girl do that, know, right? comes running up to the booth, and me and our, our manager were up in the bull- booth just bullshitting. And you have to imagine this DJ booth; it was very private. You may remember it from the old bus stop. Yeah, yeah, it was very private. It was a very private booth. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it was dark up there. You know, I had to go up a couple stairs. To it was it. elevated. Yeah, yeah. and um, me and the manager up there talking, and she comes running up to the booth, pokes her head, and she's like. Oh my God, I might be a few minutes late to stage. Somebody just spilled beer all over my pussy. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and without skipping a beat, I don't know, God rained down on me that very moment. And I look at her and I go, mm, two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> yes! <laughs> You put in a package, man, and sell it. Which, <laughs> and that was a Reese's commercial. Yeah, you know. So she looks at me with this look on her face, like, "What the fuck is wrong with oh, you?" Shit. Yeah. And then she, was she young? She didn't no, get she was, no, she got it. Okay. So she turns around and goes running to the dressing room, stops in the middle of the floor, comes running back to the DJ booth in eight-inch heels. In heels, looks up, she goes. I just got that. That's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard my entire life. <laughs> Me and the manager just lost it. I mean, I, I couldn't even announce the next set. I was laughing so freaking hard. That's fucking great, dude. That's a good story right there. I like that. Because oh, I can visualize this chick just running away. And Wait. her and her. And 
That's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. that's basically exactly what happened. <laughs> wow. Well, Frank, we have a we appreciate you coming. We really in. do. Yeah. Thank you so much. Just being part of this, hanging out. Uh, you know, we've been talking and just trying to schedule everything. Um, what's new and in store for you now that you're no longer in the the DJ game? Uh, well, when I I've been kind of working in the mortgage industry. Yeah. Mortgage and real estate. Um, when I left your club, mm-hmm. um, it was at the very end of the 2020 pandemic, mm-hmm. and the club just opened up. And they, uh, you know, I'd already talked to them and said, you know, hey, I found a new, a new gig. And I'll come back and fill in for you while I, yeah. while you guys are looking for another DJ. But starting in that whole thing, I ended up starting to do closings, uh, just basically driving to people's homes or doing it over the internet closing mortgages Mm -hmm. and that kind of piqued my interest on how to get into some other ends of that so i actually went into processing and underwriting for a while um recently got my real estate license i've been working with don't be wow it's nothing (laughs) it was actually well i mean going from uh ladies and gentlemen next on stage one (laughs) to hey do you like my house (laughs) yeah pretty much but um and i dipped my toe into actually being a real estate agent and it's, it's, it's a feast or famine out there right now. So okay. there's no money <clears throat> there. Either you sell a house and honestly, there's anybody thinking about buying a house out there right now. Think twice. If you're okay where you're at, stay there. Um, the market's just insane. Okay. I mean, like a $500,000 home is getting bid up to $650,000. Okay. Yeah, right. it's, it's insane. So I appreciate that on the heads up. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I kind of, Tried that. It wasn't, it wasn't panning out. There was really no money coming in. So I'm actually just showing homes right now. That's okay. all I do. I get, Knowing I'm, what you know now, would you have jumped from what you were doing? From being a, a DJ, DJ to a doing strip this. club DJ to the, yeah. I would have done this a lot sooner. Oh. Yeah. Well, this was amazing. Thank you for coming in here and telling us some of your stories. We know that you got a, Short time frame and and it is uh, winding down. Do not speed going quick. out of here. Those cops up and down here are freaking crazy. Are they? All right. Yeah, well, I mean, I got more I could talk about, but I mean, I ran out of time. Yeah, so. you ran. <laughs> so we might just have to bring you back in sure. for season four. Yeah, we're doing season four. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna, gonna be congratulations, cool. guys. Gonna be awesome. Sounds like you guys are starting to get. So the swing of things. Like the following going on, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, we're doing okay. We've, ha- we've had a lot of interest. We've got a lot of people that we're talking to, just trying to get them on. And, you know, scheduling is hard. So I'm excited. Do you have any shout-outs for this week? Oh, we're going to shut down now? Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, no. No, I really don't. Yeah. I will be back on Twitter and Instagram very, very soon here, folks. I'm just shutting down Season 3 and getting started for Season 4. But we're buying the computer parts this week, man. So, <laughs> um, no, no, no. We have the money now. Oh, good, good, so good. So we're buying everything. Good. So season four, we'll have a brand new computer. So we'll be doing online. Nice. I don't really have any shout outs. Just, uh, you know, I'm enjoying what I'm doing on Twitter. I reached 12K followers. So those of you that are my followers on Twitter, start conversating with us. Start talking to us. Tell us. Which episodes you guys liked, what you're doing. Um, we want to know for our clip show if there's any funny moments that you've came across. That's our call to action this week. 
tell us what you enjoyed about season three for us. Yes, the good and the bad. And please go to our Facebook page and do it there. It's the best way to communicate with us. I okay. am back. <laughs> I'm doing the meme stuff again. I am back to work. Um, sorry, folks. It just needed a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, but I'm good now, and let's let's get things crackalacking. This was a great episode. Yeah, it was cool, man. Thank you, Frank. Oh, nice my friend. pleasure, guys. And hey, just all you girls out there doing it, keep hustling. I still love every one of you. Aww. <laughs> See, and that's what's nice about having a strip club DJ. Yeah. See, we're all family. We're tight yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to Next on Stage One. My name is Pixie. And I'm Mr. J. And you'll never know what we're gonna do next. On stage one. Talk hard, Denver. Bye, guys.